This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative. And it's scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. Messing with your boy, better pray for your boy. Robert Latow, keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. I want to make something perfectly clear before we start. I don't care about Megan the Stallion, Tori Lenez. Did I, I don't even know if that's how you say his name. Academics, Tasha K, Cardi B, The Queen, Jason Lee. Don't care about any of that. I don't. I don't. That's not why I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking to you because I saw a plethora of tweets. Now, normally, in my younger Twitter days, I would have got on Twitter, uh, addressed these individuals about what they were saying, and spent four to five hours going back and forth, accomplishing absolutely nothing. Yeah, I was in my younger Twitter Twitter days. I've learned from that. Instead, I did none of that. Uh, I took a nap and watched Married at First Sight. <laughs> but I'm here today to talk about it because it's easier to get your point across on the podcast. I think people listen a little bit better. You guys want the truth, right? You, you, you want the real. You don't want, you know, just someone just saying stuff for for views or clicks and all of that stuff. And that's kind of what I use the podcast for. I'm not, making, I'm not making no cash off the podcast. Just a way to, you know, tell you guys what really is going on in the world. Now, before I start with the discussion about quote-unquote bloggers versus journalists, let's go through my qualifications. So you, you know, you understand that I know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, because to know what the hell you're talking about, you have to have played for both teams. It's hard to, to tell one team what their history is when you never played for. And you get a lot of that. You get a lot of these, you know, uppity journalists telling bloggers, you know, how how they should be and what they are, and, you know, vice versa. But I've been on both sides of the fence. I've had free agency in this business. So I know, I know a little bit. I know a little bit. 
you have to remember when I went to the Ohio State University back when I was in college your options at that time really were print media radio um, or TV the internet as it, it was around but it wasn't considered really what people would consider a news source and it's understandable why because it was kind of a hassle <laughs> to to get on if, if you you know if you're old enough to know what dial up is you understand what I'm saying so the internet at that time was more like we can email people we can send people mail without putting it to go to the post office we can get in these chat rooms and you know just kind of talk about stuff that's it wasn't really seen as a quote unquote news source so the teachings at the journalism school were that of print radio TV and that's what they teach you uh, very much off of the AP uh, style of, of journalism very you know and like a lot of things in life uh, we use quote unquote manuals that are a little bit outdated you know when they came up with the AP style it was a way to kind of uniform the way journalism worked I'll get more to that in a minute why it really never worked now obviously I'm one of the OGs of the blogging game we all know that you know it was through necessity <laughs> not necessarily something that I wanted to do at the time but really had no no choice and I was there at the beginning like at the ground floor you know some of you are too young to really remember the ground floor but there was this what I would like to call an inswell of independent uh, online media sources that probably started around 2005, 2006, around the same time that high-speed internet came into play, the same time that smartphones started to come into play, probably peaked in the early 2010s. And it's interesting now that you hear, you know, you, you the commentary, oh, bloggers are living in their mom's basement. <laughs> like, nobody lives in their basement anymore, Chief. Like, the reason that, that that saying came about was because you wasn't getting paid. You don't get paid, just stay at home. There was no monetization back then. So you, you were in your, your basement doing what you had to do to try to get attention. That's not the case now. That's, no, that's not the case with these kids now. These kids can, can start a, a social media brand, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, the websites. And, can, and if they're good at it, they can make a pretty penny. They're not living in mom's basement anymore. That's a, I, I heard, I read an article um, from a friend of mine, Mike Fisher, who does the Cowboys. Bloggers in their mom's basement. Nah, bruh. It's, he's old school, but that's that's antiquated. It's an antiquated way of thinking. It's, it's not happening like that anymore. 
That's that's been long gone. And I say all this because, and to get to the crux of what you need to understand, is the argument yesterday on social media and pretty much throughout the week has been that bloggers aren't journalists. They say, why bloggers not journalists? Bloggers are not journalists because, you know, they don't fact check, they don't do all of this stuff, et cetera, et cetera, right? And this comes from... Um, you know, Jason Lee of the Hollywood Unlocked saying that the queen is dead. Um, academics um, getting some legal information about Megan the Stallion and, and Tory uh, that he put out there. Tasha K got sued by Cardi B for stuff that she said on her YouTube channel. And I think she owes her like $4 million or something like that. And that, that started the whole thing. These people aren't journalists. These people not journalists. Very upset. Journalists very mad. Very very mad. Now, let me explain to you why none of this makes sense. It's just flat out wrong. Okay. First off, the idea that you need to be a uh, college educated degree to be a journalist is false. Okay. That, that's that's the first thing. You know. That's the first thing. That's, that's like, you know, the, 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 you know, Bill Gates and, and Zuckerberg, you know, they didn't finish college. Does that make them any less of whatever they do? Does their checks clear any different? No. You don't have to go to school to be a journalist. Now, I encourage it, but I really encourage college more for the experience, not really to learn how to be a journalist. This is it's not. Here's the thing about journalism. It's not like being a doctor, Okay. <laughs> Like, you can't just walk off the street and do heart surgery, right? You know, as a lawyer, you can't just, you know, you take some schooling to be a lawyer, like an architect or, you know, someone's building a house, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, some things take a little bit more. Journalism is not one of those. Journalism is not something that you need to go to school for to learn how to do, okay? That's the the first thing. Second thing is that the term blogger is, is, like I said, it's antiquated. It's not true anymore. And i tell you the reason why. Is that everything that you look at now has its roots in blogging. Do you understand what I'm saying? Everything, and I'm talking about mainstream media, has its roots in blogging. Um, pro football talk, right? You considered Mike Florio, quote unquote, a journalist, even though he's a lawyer, Right? Uh, that's a blog. <laughs> it's always been a blog, right? Remember Bleacher Report? That that was that was a blog. They right? consider them reporters. They work with they got TNT and all of this stuff. Turner they work with. It's a blog. That's that's what it started off as. It did charts and and lists. That's all it was. You know, SB Nation. You consider them. You know, consider them media, right? It's a blog. It's a it's a, a collective of blogs, right? The Athletic. So, oh man, Rob the Athletic can't be. It's a blog that's just hired. Just had a lot of money. It's online. It's a blog. That's what it is. They just had millions of dollars to start. That's the difference between blogging in 2022 and blogging in 2012. They had an idea. Somebody gave them 20, 30 million dollars to actually go hire some people. It's still a blog. ESPN changed their whole website 
in the mid 2010s to look like a block. And I know what you said. Well, what about you know what about what about um Schefter and Woj and stuff like that? Well, well, when Schefter and Woj um break news, where do they break it? On social media, on Twitter. What is Twitter? It's a microblog. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Everything that you're consuming is a blog now. Remember the papers? If you're old enough, I know if you try to. In the papers, right? Like what well, the New York Post and the papers, their gossip column was page six, right? If you're not in New York, you're not getting the New York Post. You're going. They have a page six website. It's a blog. All of the stuff, all of the social media, all of the viral way of posting, all of that comes from blogs. If you see a, a journalist call somebody an IG model, I see it in the New York Times. Where did they got that from? They got it from me. Quote, unquote, a blogger. I created that term. That's in the New York Times. Everything that's in media right now came from block. So you say, Rob, but well, so what's the difference? What's the difference? Blogger and journalist, blogger and journalist. There is no difference. Let me ask you a question. Who is who is more? Who do you trust more? Academics or Fox News? Tucker Carlson or Jason Lee? Skip Bayless or Tasha K? Same person. <laughs> it's the same. Here's the thing. The people that make the money in media don't practice quote-unquote journalism. And really, they never did. <laughs> okay? Let's just be honest. Where do you get your information from? Say, oh, I get my information from Woj and Schefter. Okay. You, you consider them journalists, right? 99% of their stuff are scoops and from sources, anonymous sources. The whole part of quote-unquote journalism is that you have to, you know, you have to cite your sources. You, you can't, you can't, you gotta, you have facts. doesn't matter if you're right or wrong, according to journalists, they have facts. Woj just tells you what he thinks is going on. Shams, they just tell you what they they heard. Wendy, Windhorse, Schefter, uh, Rappaport. They're telling you rumors. <laughs> That's the whole thing. The blog bloggers and gossip, they just tell you rumors. And say, what do you think Rappaport does? They're rumors. That's all they are. It's just rumors. It's just rumors that are heavily sourced. Why? Maybe because they're talking to the teams, they're talking to the players, agents, but they're still rumors until they become facts. Academics, once again, I'm not taking sides. Just, just want to point that out. I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy so you understand what's going on. Academics said, and I will say one thing, is everybody doesn't articulate in ways that you would say is journalistic. But that doesn't matter anymore, really. Academics said, hey, the DNA is inclusive. And that's good for Tory. 
and I've seen the paperwork, so I know. Then a quote-unquote journalist in big capital letters said that's zero, there was zero conversation about DNA. That's categorically and 100% false. And then 20 minutes later, she read the transcript, and they were talking about DNA. She's a journalist. She was wrong. Does that make her a terrible person? No. But maybe she get off your high horse. Think about the people that we consider journalists. Think about the, the, the organization. You trust ESPN? You trust ESPN? We're talking about the NFL. Do you really? You trust CNN? You trust MSNBC? You trust these things that obviously have certain biases locked in? You trust Joe Rogan. You trust Pat McAfee, no offense. I'm just saying. You understand what I'm saying? There is no difference. By definition, a journalist is somebody that gives you the news. Right? And honestly, the way that we get news today is more opinionated than anything else. Stephen A. Smith, quote unquote, is just giving his opinion. That's who you get your information from. Get your information from Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp didn't go to school for journalism. <laughs> no offense. Like I said, it's not a, a hit on anybody. I'm just letting you know how stupid you sound when you try to high horse journalism and bloggers and independent media and all of this stuff. Because the fact of the matter is this. We just, gotta, we just have facts. The facts are people care more about academics, the shade room, Jason Lee than they do about the undefeated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll get their information from from these other sources. And you can't say that they're not relevant because you know Jason Lee makes a lot of money. Academics hate him, love him, whatever, makes a lot of money. Tasha K, even though she don't got four million to pay, Cardi B has a has a big audience. I had one story this month that did better than the undefeated their entire week of traffic. I'm just one person. <laughs> one person. One man operation. The people determine who they want to listen to. You may not like it, but there's a reason that Stephen A. makes what he makes. There's a reason that Colin Cowherd makes what he makes. There's a reason Barstool Sports has made millions of dollars. <laughs> There's a reason these Candace Owens and these MAGA sites make the money that they make. There's a reason Michelle Tafoya, we can get into that too, can just hop right into it, make make hundreds of thousands of dollars appearances saying crazy stuff. There's a reason. This whole, you need to get over it. The whole, you know, journalist versus block. No, no. no I'm sorry. You may feel that way, but when these people that you're, you're, you're talking about have 2 million, 3 million followers, a hell of engagement, they have influence. They have the ear of the people. More people go to the shade room than they go to the CNN. It's true. Just the way it is. You got to get over it. You got to stop high horsing. There's no difference. Journalism, bloggers, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same. It's all in a big pot. It's all in a big pot.
the general consensus is, you know, people going to just want to hear what they want to hear. And here's the thing. You don't know really what's going on. Like, you don't know. I don't know if the queen's dead. Maybe she is. <laughs> Maybe Jason Lee is telling 100% truth. They just covering it up. TMZ, that's a blog. It's always been a blog. <laughs> just be honest. They, they always been a blog. I mean, maybe I could. Maybe the DNA does help Tori. If the, here's the and this is the other thing, and then I let it go after this because it's been a pretty long reign. I let it go after this, right? You hear this stuff, sue, sue. They, they gonna sue academics. They gonna sue Jason Lee. You guys really have no idea what you're talking about, right? The reason Tasha K got sued is because she was saying such derogatory things, specific things that had nothing to do with the news toward Cardi B that Cardi B could bring a defamation, a lawsuit against her. Meaning that, you know, if you say somebody has herpes, you say somebody is, is rape robbing people, you know, if you say specific things that you know are lies and you continue to say them, then you get a defamation. Being wrong doesn't necessarily get you sued. Okay? So let's say Jason Lee is wrong about the queen being dead. They can't sue him. He just was wrong. Say, you know, this was the source. Nobody sues Adam Schefter for being wrong. So that that happens all the time. You know, people say stuff all the time that's incorrect. You can't get sued for just being wrong. Academics can't be sued. He said that there's DNA, that they talked about DNA, and it's inconclusive. Regardless of the semantics of it, regardless of the delivery of it, regardless if you like the way he said it, you didn't like the way he said it, regardless if you don't like the way he's talking to Megan and, and all of this stuff, he really can't be sued because the transcript says they talked about DNA and it's inconclusive. <laughs> there's, there's nothing you can do about that. People have been saying they're going to sue me forever. Or take BSO. You no. Know, a, because I don't say un, untruthful things. And if I if, if by happen I'm wrong, it's never for any malice. And oftentimes, I'm not even the person that initially had the story. So, I hope they do this. You guys have no idea what you're talking about, really. You have no clue how media works, how the legal system works, and all that stuff. You can't... He can't... You, you can't sue somebody just for being mean to you if, if what they're saying is based in truth. Once again, you may not like how academics is talking to her, right? But she is signed to 1501. She is signed to Rockefeller. She doesn't own her masters. So he may it, it, it may not be the nicest way of saying it, but if it's not false and disparaging, it's nothing she can do about it. So I'm just saying, for journalists out there that are listening, get off your high horse. You're no different than the rest of us. <laughs> and don't get mad at the Jason Lees, the academics, the Joe Buttons, and the, the Stephen A. Smiths, the, the Colin Cowherds, Skip Baylesses, the Nick Wrights. Don't get mad at them for getting paid. Get mad at the audience. <laughs> because the reason they're getting paid 
Because somebody's listening. What in the blue hell? True story. I had to restart this entire segment because I kept saying Dwight Howard instead of Juwan Howard. <laughs> anyway, speaking of journalist, oh, they were upset. Jawan Howard. Mush the guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They, they were in a tizzy. Oh, the tidy whities was tight. Super tight. They are so upset. Oh, they're so upset. They're mad. Couldn't believe it. One of them arrested and fired for a mushing. What about the children? <laughs> Come on now. This, this, we've, we're such a soft society now. We're such a sensitive society now. And don't get me wrong. I do think you should change over time, right? I, I think, you know, you could be better. You know, you could be more sensitive to certain things, right? But to me, it's interesting what people are more sensitive to. More people care about Jawan Howard mushing the guy than the damn Texas governor telling people to, to, to point out trans children so they can, you know, arrest their parents. Like, you know, there's levels to where your sensitivity should be. You know. We have a, a whole damn governor telling the state, hey, if you see, you know, a kid that's, you know, transgender, here's the hotline. We're going to round them up. Like, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like mutants. <laughs> I don't know how many of you are familiar with the X-Men, <laughs> but in general, that's how the comics go. Is that, you know, the, the government sees mutants as, you know, obviously different people. So they try to round them up and lock them up and lock up the parents and stuff <laughs> because you know they're not they're not white Americans, <laughs> they're mutants. People care care more about Jawan Howard mushing a guy that was talking shit than this. This is where we're at as a society. And I always I, I have to, I always have to ask like, and it was, what did it happen on Saturday? Beautiful Saturday around the country, I heard. Are you really upset? Are you really mad about this? Like, are you really angry to the point where, you know, your, your, your fists are balled up, your nostrils are flaring? Are you really mad about a grown man smushing another grown man at a basketball game? Well, we have to think about sportsmanship, and we have to think about the children. Hey, right, Chris Paul hit a dude in the nuts when he was in college. He's a nice guy now. <laughs> Won a little WNBA award and everything. No, that's, people don't understand. Like, none of that matters. No, no kid in the world, I, I'm just being honest with you, no kid in the world is like, man, Jawan Howard mushed a guy. That's going to send me down the wrong path. <laughs> that's just, <laughs> what is wrong with media today? What's wrong with society? It's too too much too much access on social media. Too many people talking. It's it's insane. That's ridiculous. He, I mean, he, yeah, gets yeah, you get suspended. Just like if you give a hard file in the NBA, you get suspended. I mean, I liked it better when they could just you know clothesline people and just kept playing. Yeah, I, I liked it better that way. You know why? Because I don't think that it has any effect on. The game. I think it makes it more interesting. So why do, why do all the players love each other now? Well, because they can't clothesline each other. 
There was more clothesline than like, you know, Kurt Rambis and Michael Cooper. There was more fights like Dr. J and Larry Bird. Be a little more animosity. You know, you can, you know, punch somebody and still, you know, play in the next game. Maybe they suspended Draymond for kicking in the nuts. Like, I remember I told Draymond, say, man, they soft now. You got to be careful. You got mad at me. I'm like, I'm just saying, man, they they will. There's no way they would have suspended a star player in the 80s and 90s. You know, Dennis Rodman was playing in all them games. I tell him, man, you better watch out. Oh, man, you telling me what to do. You think I did it on purpose? I'm like, look, man, I'm just trying to warn you. They suspended his ass. So, I'm just saying. So, we're soft. We're soft country now. It, it's sad. The Injustice League. This is totally a coincidence. But I started reading this new uh, book series where the protagonist, anti-hero, however you want to call it, his name is Lance Spector. Now, I'll be honest with you. The books are, okay. They're not, they're, it's not Jack Reacher. It's not Mitch Rapp. You know, it's not, not Memory Man. It's, it's not that. It's not Jason Bourne. They're not bad. They're, they're good filler books until some other books come along. But they're along those lines. They're political, spy, dramas, CIA, FBI, <laughs> the Department of Justice. They're dealing with, you know, the overseas conflicts and everything. But by coincidence, the, at least the first three books are all rooted in the the main plots have to do with Russia and America. And you've seen that in other, you know, books as well. You've seen that in the, like the Mitch Rapp books and, and things of that nature. Jason Bourne books. Uh, Russia is, 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 a, is always a good um, villain in these spy novels. But ironically, uh, one of the books, uh, the plot, is very specific to what's going on uh, right now in the sense that Russia is invading the Ukraine and all of that good stuff. Now, I'm not into uh, war games or, you know, political politics and, and that. Uh, that's a little bit out of my, uh, uh, I wouldn't say comfort zone. It's a little bit, I don't know all of the particulars about it, right? I just know Russia got split apart back in the day. And they want their stuff back or what they feel like it's their stuff back. I want to point out how we getting punked. <laughs> we getting punked. We getting punked. This, see, Trump messed all of this up. And I know they're they going to look. And I'm not saying Biden. Well, Biden is better in the sense that, you know, we have some normalcy. But the political system in and of itself is broken. So it doesn't really matter who the president is. Um, my theory is is that it doesn't like I said it doesn't matter who the president is, but the president can definitely make things worse. <laughs> you know, keeping the status quo is probably the best that they could do. But we're so we're we're weak. There, I know there were times where there's no way that Russia could just be like, we gonna do what we gonna do, and if you if you try to stop it, it's gonna be consequences. And repercussions. And you know what we said? We said, we're going to hit you with some sanctions. We're going to hit you with some sanctions. Now, I don't know what's going on behind the scene. Because in the books, they be sending out like these, you know, assassins that you never heard of and stuff. To go kill her. 
one of these guys. Gonna go shoot up everybody. You know, we never hear of them. Like, I, I, I assume these people do exist. I'm assuming there's a lot of things in government we have no idea about. But right now, we're getting punked. And we're getting punked because Trump, I think, gave up a lot of stuff to Putin. And now Putin knows what he can and can't get away with. And so we're getting punked. Nobody's scared of us anymore. Russia not scared of us. China not scared of us. You know, we've been big bullies for a very long time, but we soft now. We don't got sensitive. We don't got soft. Now people just running all over us. We have no uniformity within our country. And therefore, we're easy to manipulate. We're easy. We're dumb. What's the one thing the Russians and the Chinese and all these other people do to, to Americans? What's the thing? That we're so, we're so, they think we're so stupid. And I mean, I guess they're not wrong. They're like, we just go to Facebook and put up a bunch of stuff that we know are lies. They'll believe it. Because the educational system is trash. The elite, you know, have all the money. It doesn't trickle down to the poor. I guess you guys are seeing this. See, this is the thing when you're 20 or 25, you probably don't even notice. You start getting 35, 40, 45, 50. You're like, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know there's people on social media, like, should be making, you know, they make, you know, we don't take anything seriously. So, you know, the memes and everything coming out. But I'm like, how mad can go over there and fight them? They're the ones that always like, you know, telling black people we don't care about the country and all this stuff. Go ahead. Go, go, all those people that's doing them Nazi flags and send them over there. Send them over there. I, I, you know, I don't know if they, I don't know who they for or against, but just send them over there. You want to be, you know, you want to be Captain America. <laughs> you know, you want to be Peacemaker. You know, go on over there now. Don't sit at home and watch. Get, go ahead and list. And going over there to the Ukraine, go over there to Siberia, and go fight. Since you're all about, you know, peace. Keep the same energy. Get our theme for this show. What is a journalist? What constitutes journalism who should you listen to who shouldn't you listen to facts over feelings opinions over being unbiased that's what we've been talking about right well once again let me explain to you why none of that matters this is a big gumbo pot of media. Michelle Tafoya has worked in the media for decades. For a very long period of time. She has in her job the majority of the time had to deal with black athletes. Probably 70 to 75% of black athletes. 
The day that Michelle Tafoya decided she no longer wanted to work in sports media, I'm talking about the day of. <laughs> she immediately went to turn down black athletes. <laughs> These are your journalists. These are the people that you say we should listen to. Is Michelle Tafoya any different than Jason Lee? How am, I, how am I supposed to take that seriously? You listen to Al Michaels. Al Michaels been in the game for what, 40 years? You, but, but ask Al Michaels to his face what he thinks about players kneeling against police brutality and racism. How he feels about the gritty these are your journalists. These are your analysts. They better than academics. So just because you don't like academics doesn't make them any better. Are they any more trustworthy than me? Remember when you probably, well, you should remember. If you've been listening for a while, remember when, and I use this example a lot. Because I don't break a lot of news. But normally if I tell you something, it's true. Remember when I told you, I said, hey man, or I shouldn't say just told you, I told the masters. I said, Jerry Jones, I got a source. Jerry Jones said that he, you know, he threatened some players. If they kneeled and, and they may not be on the team no more. Now he's not going to get rid of Zeke or Dak. But that third string tight end, he's been worn. And I'll never forget ESPN, specifically the NFL Network, and some others. That's 100% not true. <laughs> Jerry Jones is not threatening anybody. People said the same thing about me. Can't trust black sports online. You can't trust Rob. He's not a journalist. Not a journalist. Talks about twerking. <laughs> can't have any real information. He talks about twerking. And then the next day, Jerry Jones, bless his heart, <laughs> went on TV in front of a camera. He said, Jerry, threaten any players? Jerry said, Yeah. <laughs> I most certainly did. We're not going to have that with the Cowboys. Nobody apologized to me. Nobody said they were sorry. Nobody invited me on the NFL Network to, to talk about what was happening. <laughs> what I knew. Just acting like, you know, it didn't happen. It's funny, the same way that, that journalist yesterday said, 100%, zero. They never talked about it. I got impeccable sources. This is a lie. Academics is a lie. None of this happened. None of it. None of it happened. But I got to read the transcripts and I'll be back. 30 minutes later, came back, read the transcripts, said, yeah, they talked about the DNA. <laughs> no apology. No deleting of the tweet. No saying I was sorry. Like I said, I don't care about these people. I really don't. 
I don't care. And when I say I don't, I don't know him. So it's it's not like I have any type of like anger or anything. It's not that. Let me rephrase. I was thinking, oh, you okay. No, I'm not saying that. I don't know. I don't know academics. I don't. I don't know Jason Lee. I mean, I get stuff from from PR people from time to time. I don't know Tasha K. I don't know Cardi B. I don't know Meg Yen, the Stallion. I don't know Tori. I don't know what happened in the car. I don't know who shot who. I don't know if the queen's dead or not. <laughs> All this stuff is kind of irrelevant to me. I mean, if she's not dead, that's great. I mean, that's a good thing, right? So he's wrong. Shit happens. Sometimes you get bad information. And that the, the thing that gets me is not so much that you shouldn't be held accountable if you've had, got bad information. Is that why are we acting like certain people are the only ones that ever got bad information before? CNN has had to retract stuff. MSNBC has to retract stuff. Fox News just straight up lies all the time. Your local news is, is pretty bad. The, the cops, they're supposed to be a virtuoso. They're supposed to be better than all of us. They lie all the time. Right? You see what I'm saying? I'm like, so why all of a sudden are independent media getting attacked if they're wrong? People are wrong. All the time. People say stuff that they wish they could take back. All the time. Do things that they wish they could go back. You can't. You just got to move forward. Once you say it, you say it. There's no, I mean, you can always delete, but that doesn't really do anything. <laughs> People already seen it. So I, I just don't get what the high horse it is. Don't, <laughs> you telling me don't listen to academics, but you want me to what, listen to Fox News? You don't want me to check out the, the shade room, but you want me to listen to Tucker Carlson? I'm supposed to believe Rachel Maddow? <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Listen, anybody can be wrong with a with a story or a scoop. Anybody can be right. Anybody can have a source. Everybody can have a source. Journalism in 2022 is just your personal preference of how you consume media. There are no more bloggers and journalists. There's no separation. We're all in the same pot. We all in the same pot. Just because you work at ESPN doesn't make you any better than me. And, you know, just because you work for the shade room don't make you any any worse than Fox News. <laughs> it's all the same pot. The I always say they don't. I always say this. We're talking about like drugs, right? <laughs> and I know everybody doesn't agree with this, but I heard it one time, and 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 I disagree with it. You can disagree. Some people disagree, but this I, I, I feel like this is kind of a mantra that I try to use in my life and that people should, should, should use is don't blame the supplier, blame the user, okay? And the reason that I say that is the supplier just presents what's available. This is not just drugs, this is just anything, right? But... The supplier just puts it out there. If the user doesn't consume, then it goes away. If there's a TV show out there and you don't watch it, it gets canceled. If a movie sucks 
and you don't go to it, there's no sequel. You see what I'm saying? So people are like, I hate Skip Bayless. I hate Stephen A. Smith. But you consume their product, their drugs. That's why they're getting paid. People say, I hate. Yeah, I always I, I point this out to people. If I do a story, and and it doesn't happen as much as it used to. I'm a little bit more. I know how to maneuver around these things a little bit better. But when I do a story, I, mean, I hate BSL. I hate this story. I can't believe this is out. Those are always the biggest stories. Remember when they lied on me about the Bronny and Laws of Pippin story? Remember they lied about me? Said I said all this stuff. None of that was in the story. I didn't break the story. It wasn't my story. I was actually debunking the story. But, you know, nobody cares about that. It's, it's social media. The jokes have to fly. That story. That everybody hated. That's so, so. That's not journalism. That story. I fell asleep. Woke up. Five hundred thousand views. So half a million people. Half a million. It's a lot of people that supposedly don't like stuff. I write stories sometimes that I feel like should be read by a half million people. They're very good stories, or they're stories that are relevant to helping our cause as black people. Those stories get 10,000 views. I write Stefan Diggs, you know, at, at two Valentine's dates at the same hotel, that gets 1.5 million views. What's journalism? Who are you blaming? Blaming me, the supplier, or you yourself, the user? You don't have to click on it. There's no way I'm in business for 17 plus years if somebody didn't like what I was doing. I'm the, the check, I get a check every month. The, the, the McDonald's advertises on BSO. Lexus advertises on BSO. Louis Vuitton advertises on BSO. Somebody's, there's some numbers. Somebody's reading it. We, the, t- I, t- the last couple of podcasts, 10,000 downloads. Now, why 10,000 people want to listen to me? I don't know. <laughs> but they do. There's a lot of people. Like 10,000 people just want to see me. And I'm not on here with no guests. I'm not on here trying to, you know, lock you in with any type of viral type of statements. I could do that. I got a lot of friends. I can bring people on, have them say something crazy, try to get it on TMZ. I'm just talking to you about what's going on in the business in life. So, yeah, don't eat. If you, you, <laughs> you're a journalist. And I'm not trying. Look, I'm not. I get it. You know, I like for a long time, I didn't like to be called a blogger. I felt it had a negative connotation. I was online media. And, you know, I'm a journalist. Put my resume next to anybody who's done as much as me. I don't see these guys interviewing James Bond. I don't see these. I went to the Super Bowl, and I'll be honest, I, you know, I'm in, I'm in California. So, not like I was at the media hotel like every day, and, and they limited what we could do. I went out one day. I went out on Friday and I went out on Sunday to the game. Two days. Four videos. All of them went viral. <laughs> All of them. I'm a sniper now. Journalism. I'm a journalist. You hear my wife in the back? Talking to the baby. 
doing sign language with the baby. Yeah, you can probably she's doing sign language. I'm trying to get the baby. The baby can hear. It's just, you know, I don't know. It's supposedly helped their sensory and all that stuff. Babe, the people said hello. <laughs> well, they can hear you in the background. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. They just said hello. <laughs> not, not a dog's barking. See, this is just real. This is not this real life. <laughs> this is real, real yapping right now. Yeah, so it's not like sign language. There's nothing wrong with the baby. It's just, I guess they're supposed to use their hands or something. All I know is she walks and steals stuff now. She walks really, really fast. And she steals all my stuff. Steals my water. Steals my 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 chapstick. If I have something to eat, like a donut or something or a nugget, I turn around. She has it in her mouth. She stole my pencil the other day. Had some Andy ointment because you know I'm hurting. <laughs> that stole that too. They're fast when they're little. They're fast with quick hands, like Allen Iverson. Whatever the case. That's going to end my rant about journalism and bloggers and media. Don't, don't, don't high horse. Don't high horse. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. You don't like academics, but he makes seven figures and you make it $45,000 a year being a journalist. I'll be honest with you. I just, I just got to keep it real with you. I make a million dollars. Been a quote unquote blog in my mama's basement, or I can make forty five thousand dollars a year, and you call me a journalist. Yeah, I'll be in my mama's basement. I appreciate you listening. Please follow me on Twitter at BSO, Facebook Black Sports Online, Instagram and YouTube BSOTV. Big shout out to ABF Creative for helping put this podcast together. I'm out.